Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for this day. We pray that your Holy Spirit would open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. On this Sunday, we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King as the liturgical year of the church comes to a close and we prepare to move into the season of Advent. And this is one of those Sundays when every single one of the readings of the lectionary clearly points to the same thing. And we heard the Old Testament reading from Daniel that points to the reality of God as king and what that will look like. And we know that Jesus sits upon that throne that was prophesied by Daniel. The psalm that we prayed, again, commended to us that God is king and what the Lord has done. And then we have the Gospel reading and the reading from Revelation, which point to the same thing. And this Gospel passage, uh, this section from John's Gospel, we're familiar with hearing uh, just before Easter in Holy Week, as Jesus and Pilate have this exchange, where he's trying to figure out, well, who are you, Jesus? And people are saying all these things about you. Are you a king, really saying, are these things true? And of course, if he says, yes, he's a king, that's going to ruffle Pilate's feathers because Caesar wanted to be the only king. But Jesus says, well, you've said so. You know, Jesus is great at, at answering the question with sort of a non-answer and asking another question back at them. And then he says something which is vitally important. Well, my kingdom's not of this world. If it were, servants would fight to prevent my arrest. But now my kingdom is another place. That he's trying to get Pilate and the disciples who haven't got it all throughout the gospel, and perhaps he's trying to get us to understand still today that his kingdom is beyond what we see here and now. His kingdom is of another place. And there is a day coming when the fullness of his kingdom will be ushered in, which is what that section from Revelation is warning us and cautioning us and longing us to look for, that a day is coming and Jesus will return again. And everyone will see who Jesus is. That's the fulfillment of the ushering in of the kingdom. That one day when Jesus returns again, he ushers in the building of a new heaven and a new earth. And all who have died in Christ will be raised to new life with him. To dwell in this creation that is perfect. <coughs> where God is the center and is everything that we'll need. That's the fulfillment of what's to come. And we're living in that in-between time. Longing for that day. 
And when Jesus returns again, there's going to be no doubts. There won't be interactions like with Pilate to say, well, are you really a king? There won't be people scratching their head and saying, it. well, maybe he's Lord, maybe he's not. On that day, it will be abundantly clear that Jesus is who he said he is. And Jesus is king and Lord of all. And he reminds us that he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the one who is, who was, and who is to come. In other words, he's our everything. He's our everything. And the, the tension then, as we long as Christians for the day when Jesus returns again, we have to ask ourselves, well, what does that mean then for us now? Do we just sit on the couch and say, well, there's nothing to see now. We just wait till uh, one day, however long down the road it is. Uh, clearly not. Jesus is king right now. Jesus is Lord right now. But again, his kingdom is not of this world. So in this, this interim time, we have to ask ourselves, uh, as we started to explore last week, well, where are we putting our confidence and our hope? Who's king in our own lives? And what does it mean if we testify that Jesus is king? Because what we start to learn as followers of Jesus is that if he's king, that means he can't be. And if he's Lord, then that means I'm not. And so he has to be in control of everything and is. He has to be at the center of everything. And so much of our, of our lives, we, we put our, our hope and our trust in, and put other kings in, in place of Jesus, usurping that place in our lives. When he calls us today to remember what that he is king and we long for that for that promised fulfillment that Jesus will bring and as Christians we walk as a people with confidence not with a question mark saying well maybe he'll return again or not maybe it'll all work out again or not I mean if we were people of question mark walk with the Lord then uh, I've asked us before, we, we probably wouldn't be here this morning because everybody would find something else to do on Sunday morning if we didn't believe that Jesus is who he says he is. We wouldn't gather here week after week to give thanks and praise, to acknowledge who the Lord is. We would just go do our own thing. And if, if we're only walking with a question mark, then I'd argue, then what are we doing here anyway? Because then we're just like a, a great theater troupe that puts on a good show and then we leave and, and we feel better. But that's not why we're here. We're here because we know who God is. That we believe Jesus is who he says he is and will fulfill his promise. Because if that's not true, then we should not be welcoming Patrick into the fellowship of the Lord, into the kingdom of God by the waters of baptism, if we don't believe it's true. But because Jesus is king we will welcome Patrick through the water of baptism today, as many others have gone before him. Where he will get to say in the announcements, the renunciations, the 
choices that he makes. He will get to say, today he surrenders his life to Jesus. He acknowledges that Jesus is king and he is not. He turns from everything that draws him away from the Lord and turns to the Lord. And in the waters of baptism, he dies to his self and rises to the new life in Christ and is filled with the Holy Spirit who will walk with him and guide him and lead him and teach him more and more day by day as to who God is. And if we know who God is, Jesus says, well, uh, I speak the truth. And those who follow me and live in the truth will hear my voice. It's important that we give testimony to the reality of who we know Jesus to be. Because Jesus is not like any other king. If we look at all the kings of this world that have come in the past or exist today, all the rulers of this world, uh, as Jesus said, well, those rulers lorded over the people. They're exalted at the expense of people to be high and others made low. And what we know about Jesus is he's king, uh, but the words that he speaks are love, mercy, peace, grace, forgiveness, healing, restoration, new life, new beginnings. And we could go on and be here for hours with all of those things that Jesus speaks. Other kings do not. You won't find them elsewhere. And that hope that we then put into some other king, whether it's a government ruler here and now or some other thing or person that's taken that role, they don't speak those words. But Jesus does. And Jesus not only speaks those words, he speaks them because he gave himself to make it happen. And you think, what other king would do that? If anything, they would send an order for somebody else to do it, not at their own expense. But our king gave himself freely, came among us to draw us to him. And because of what he has done on our behalf, what we could never do, we're able to have new life. We're able to have forgiveness of sins. We're able to enter and dwell in the presence of God who loves us and created us forever. That's the free gift that's offered through Jesus Christ. And so we stand with Patrick today as he acknowledges Jesus as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would empower each of our hearts so that when we leave this place, we don't keep it a secret that Jesus is King. Because the rest of the world needs to hear too. To come and place your trust and hope and life in the hands of a King who loves you. Who seeks to lavish His blessing upon you. Who seeks to give you mercy and grace and forgiveness and a new life and a new beginning. If you just let go of being your own king. Let us come today to the feet of Jesus and to freely offer our lives into his hands because he loves us. And he is the beginning and the end. He is who, the one who is and was and who is to come. He is everything. And in him we will find life and peace and mercy and grace. Let us pray. 
Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks and praise for your sacrifice on our behalf. We thank you that in you we find new life, new beginnings, healing and restoration. May your Holy Spirit lead us and guide us day by day that we might come to understand more fully what it means that you are King. May we put our complete trust in you and with boldness may we go forth into the world to invite others to come and receive that they too might come to know you that they might receive your love and grace that you would be worshipped and adored and we long for the day of your return when all will be set right come Lord Jesus And Lord, we ask this in your precious and holy name.